Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sporting 160 EN podcast. This is podcast number 91. Uh, we got a special one, the last one of 2020, of course. But let me just turn it over to my cohorts, as always, starting off with my main man, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. After yesterday, we uh, we beat the football club Porto in basketball. What a crazy game. Uh watched the whole game, and uh, it, uh, I did enjoy it very much. And then after that, um, I watched uh, Futsal spank and smack uh, Braga 7-1 in Futsal, and we won the cup. Uh, beautiful jersey, by the way. Thank you, thank uh, you. Tassel Futsal, of course. Futsal, Futsal, so number eight, the most in Portugal. So congrats to our boys at Futsal. And we'll talk about it more in detail later. And uh, we're still in first place. We beat uh, a very difficult game against Bolnes. So I'm very, very, very happy. And today our B team won against Montijo, Olympic Montijo, one nothing away. And now we're in first place uh, in the Serie uh, G, uh, G the Portugal. Yeah. So very, very, very extremely happy. What a finish for, from our sporting different teams and modalities very happy agreed agreed uh how about you christian how are you doing today bro i'm doing all right i mean it would be crazy if the uh if the b team gets into a uh a promotion uh the promotion playoff for the second division that would be certainly uh intriguing to say the least mm -hmm. um but yeah otherwise i'm doing good the bonus game was um terror inducing to me yeah. that was so fucking sketchy for so long, but we pulled it out, yeah, and um, gets in. I think uh, I think that's going to be the kind of uh, the kind of game we're going to have to win several more times over the course of the season. That's, that's the kind of games you got to win if you want to be champion. And uh, I got a feeling there's a few more of those out there. So hopefully we uh, we keep rolling now. Yeah, facts, facts, and last but not least, joined by my main man Sam. Sam, how you doing, bro? I don't know about you guys. I cannot wait for this year to be over. Fucking yeah, hell. Like, as soon as that's over, yeah, like, I know it's not going to be back to normal, but like, I just can't wait for it. Another, another day closer for Sporting winning the championship. It's, it's, it's going to be a good year, boys. I feel it. I don't, I don't want to jinx anything, but I, I feel it. I feel it. I, I hope you're right, bro. Uh, I really hope you're right. That way we can all go celebrate in Lisbon. Uh, but anyways, let me uh, turn straight to the Twitter questions. Uh, we got a few today. Um, you guys see the screen, right? Okay, we're good. Perfect. High tech um, this is now, you know. We've upgraded. Listen, I'm spending large out here, bro. <laughs> you miss the robot Danny over there. <laughs> Trying, bro. <laughs> uh, so first question comes in from our man, Abdallah, all the way from Jordan, uh, at abdarmuti 92 um, he asked, do you agree with me that Thiago, or yeah, Tomas Silva is a very talented midfielder, but he's unlucky because of the depth in the first team? Let me add to that and say not only Thiago, um, Tomas Silva, but also Brun Page. Um, what do you guys make of that? Uh, Steph, I'll pass it off to you because you mentioned the uh, B team today. Well, first of all, I got to say that uh, Abdallah's got a great point. Uh, I did watch the, the B team today play, and both of those players were playing. They both had a phenomenal game. Brun Paz, uh, if it wasn't for, for, for the major injury he had a few months ago, I think he would have been in the A-team. It was just pure bad luck. Uh, but give it a few more months, and I think uh, anyone that gets suspended because of the fifth yellow card or 
a straight red card for two games. I think he'll be called to the A squad. Uh, he does deserve a call, uh, especially Brun Pash. Uh, I do like uh, Tomas as well, uh, but we'll see. And uh, but that's a great point from uh, Abdallah. Agreed. Agreed. Next question comes in from Alexander Hartel at Lex underscore Hartel. Um, he asks a few questions, uh, so let's do it one by one. Uh, Slimani come back maybe on a free in the summer um, would be good, but Tiago Tomas should be our starter right now. What do you guys think? And if we will buy another striker in the winter market, what will happen to Sporad? Um, so double-loaded question, but um, Sam, I'll, I'll give this one to you, dude. Um, what do you think? Slimani, should he come back maybe on a free in the summer? His contract is running out. Um, and yeah, if we buy another striker, what does that mean for Sporad? Not that he's played much anyways, but. I think it depends on the wage. Um, if he's yeah. if he's coming in and expecting to be one of the highest paid players, I don't think logically Verandis or even Ruben Amorim himself can sort of justify it. He hasn't played all year. It's quite risky with someone who hasn't played like a 90-minute game probably since uh, the French League got cancelled, didn't it? So probably since like last March. So, But I mean, I'm always one for seeing legends come back, but there's also that feeling that they could tarnish their legacy if he comes back and doesn't do well. But personally, I would take Slimani back in a heartbeat. And um, Spora, I don't know. I like what Amory's doing with Spora and Thiago Thomas because they're both doing okay. And I like to see the rotation. But um, I reckon if we do get a striker, I don't think he'll be gone this window. But I could, you'd probably see Spora leaving in the summer, in my opinion, anyway. No, I actually agree because of the price tag. You know, like he has big uh, expectations. We're still paying um, for Sparrow, apparently, though. Two million left, wasn't it? <laughs> what what for undersigning are we not paying for still, though? That's that's the question I want to know. <laughs> True. Yeah, we're, still paying, we're still paying for Ruben Amorim, man. <laughs> we're probably that, still that, paying that for was, That was expensive, <laughs> that one. But how much was yeah, Sparrow? Seven? Seven million? Yeah, right? seven, seven point five, so, something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's up there as one of our highest, probably. I would assume. But, That's in the top yeah. 10 for sure. 7.5. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus I mean, Dost only cost us like something like 10 or something. And that was our number one. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. By our standards, that's pretty pricey. Um, next question comes in from Eric C at uh, S1ICBAC. Um, he asks, what do you guys think of Nunu Sanch left wing, Tabata striker, Pot right wing? Do you think? Do you guys think Tabata wouldn't be suited for number nine position, or that we have better options for that position? Christian, I'll pass that one to you, dude. Uh, I mean, if I guess this kind of assumes that we don't sign anyone else, or we don't sign a striker, and we just kind of have to tinker with what we have to try to find different solutions. Um, you know, Thiago Tomas has obviously been a solution up there. But as we saw in the second half of the bonus game, he, he's not suited for a game like that where, where we're not on the ball most of the time. Like, he's not a hold-up play guy. Like, and I mean, he literally didn't, didn't touch the ball in the second half. So, like, obviously he's a solution for that, for that role, and I thought he, he's done plenty of good there. Um, but obviously he's not the solution for all the times. And same with Sporad. There are some games where... I mean, he, he looks okay up there. There's some games where he looks worse. Um, I mean, I guess Tabata could be a potential solution to, to try there. Um, I personally don't ever recall him playing in that spot before. 
Um, but I mean, I guess I could see him kind of having the profile to maybe play there. Um, I guess another thing that I've, I guess in my head thought about them doing is maybe a guy, um, this kind of loops back to the first question about Tomas Silva and Bruno Paz kind of being buried in the depth chart. But is definitely another one who's been buried in the depth chart. Um, and if you want to do a false nine with him as the furthest forward, um, kind of with like what, like, uh, like, uh, Germany did at, at like Euro 2016, that kind of thing. Um, I guess you could try that as well. And with the, the, a really true uh, traditional false nine with Braganza as the furthest forward, or, or even I could even see Paul playing in that spot as the furthest forward in a false nine. Um, oh, please. Oh, man. I don't know how good any of them are uh, long-term though. Um, I, I guess some of them fit for certain scenarios, but I wouldn't. Obviously, I don't think Tabata is like a the the guy to play there, you know, going forward or anything. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I actually wouldn't even mind seeing uh, Tabata as sort of like um, behind the striker, sort of you know, like we used to play in JJ system, but obviously it's a different system now, so uh, maybe it wouldn't work out per se. Uh, last question. It's not directly from Twitter. You actually DM'd me earlier this week. Um, but he has a question. He, he, uh, it's Jordan Bentecourt, of course, at JDM Jordan 21, uh, longtime supporter of the pod. Um, he's basically asking, do you think Nunu Minj and Gareth Bale are comparable? Uh, mainly, I guess his premise is, you know, too young, especially when Bale was young, started at left back position, strong going forward, um, but did play left back as well. Nunu Menj, I think, I was telling him, I think he does play a bit better defensively than Bale ever was. Um, I don't know if you guys have any anything to chip in on there, but I I, I, I promised him a, a shout out, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good shout. Um, he actually says uh, Bale had some nice free kicks too when he was younger. I think uh, they're very similar, but uh, Nunu Menj is probably a better defender. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think of that? Anybody can take that really. They both seem to be fairly injury prone. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's the, funny. The one thing I would say, as long as, as to sort of pedal off that, as long as he's not overworked or overplayed, like he definitely has been in the last fucking five yeah. games, then he should be fine. But it's stuff like that is dangerous that can affect youngsters in the future. So I think there's just, obviously we don't have that much in, in terms of left backs, apart from Antunes and Borja, but you could tell Amorian doesn't really. To, uh, use them as, as support in the left back, but I just don't want to see him get burnt out by the age of like twenty twenty one. Even if that's not a sport, and I just hope he, he, I just hope they don't always like follow him through for follow him follow through his career. That's what I meant to say. Agreed, agreed. And and honestly, in, in terms of the Nunu Minj, and I'll get right into this game right after. But in terms of the Nunu Minj, I think uh, um, there's been a lot of uh, things said on Twitter. Uh, some of it has been slander on my Canadian god, Alfonso Davies. Uh, but that Antunes is, is, a comp is a really good backup. And, I mean, me and me and Christian especially, we'll hold our hands up. Like, he, he's been pretty good every time he's come on. Uh, I don't know why we're necessarily forcing him to manage every single game, especially when it seems to – to me, at least, that he has like a, a hamstring injury or, or some sort of nagling uh, problem constantly with his hamstring or with his quad. Um, so, uh, all in all, let, let me just say, I think we should trust Antunes just a little bit more. Um, 
There's also but anyways. a report this week that, that his old club, Pasvaleta, is looking to bring him back as a replacement for mm-hmm. Oleg, who looks to be going to Porto. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, if Borja leaves and Antunes leaves, they're putting a lot of faith in a guy who has not played in like a year to be a serviceable backup for a guy who is, honestly, been constantly hurt. So That's it's true. like, yeah. I hope they know what they're doing with Matthias Reyes. That's all I'm saying. I don't think Antunes is going to play this. I mean, what, what's the leverage Pasquale has on Sporting? What, what do they have to offer? Furniture? Capital to move out, So couch, a couch or two. Yeah. Uh, wishful thing. I mean, yeah. academia, man. <laughs> Pronto, uh, let me get into the starting um, 11 um, that I think is actually effed up on here because it's telling me Fadal started, which he didn't. Um, nah. But anyways, our starting 11 was as followed. Antonio Andan in net. We had uh, Sebastian Coach, Luis Neto, and uh, Gonzalo Inacio in the back line. Gonzalo Inacio uh, making, I believe, his first league start, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, we had Nuno Minge and Pedro Porro on the wings with João Mario and, and João Pelin in the midfield with a front three of uh, Bruno Tabata, Tiago Tomás and Pedro Gonçalves. Of course, Sporting won 2-1 against Bilnish Sav, uh, where we've seen two penalties being given, one scored by Sporting, one saved by Sporting. Uh, Steph, I'll pass it off to you first, dude. What were your thoughts on this game? It was a, it was a very tough game, and uh, even uh, Ruben Amorim... Um admitted that he, he prepared the game uh, uh, not poorly, but not as, as the same way as the Petit. Uh, the the Jamor pitch was a, a mess at Umbatatal. Uh, and and when, when you're a, a team full with uh, skilled players, it makes it more difficult, especially when our team is, is prepared to build uh, every single play that we make from the, the back. Uh, then that that kind of pitch made it very difficult. I, I'm not coming up with excuses, uh, but you could see that he, uh, p- players slipping from both sides. You saw Sporting players, Bulls players slipping, not Bulls, Bissad players slipping every single time, but not every single time, but a lot of times. Uh, to me, I, I don't think they could get uh, those... Um, I don't even know how you say it in English, but pitons a little bit longer uh, because I think the Liga has some kind of stipulation about that, how big they can be. Uh, but for that kind of pitch, they, that's what they needed. Um, and um, so so Bilnes was playing in, in the beginning of the plays with the long ball and then building the, their plays. And that's what we should have done. Uh, but I think... In the second half, uh, Ruben Emerin picked up on that, and he switched of how we play, and that's when you saw Adan uh, kicking the ball a little bit more further to the midfield rather than beginning the plays from from the the the, the box uh, for the, the that kind of pitch. And also, you have to have players that that they are suitable to play in those kind of conditions with more physique. Like uh, Mateus Nuno would have been better uh, to play in conjunction with Pelinha 
which he got burned out towards the end of the game. That's why he was substituted. Uh, but you know, you need stronger players for the for that kind of pitch. Uh, especially, I'm kind of upset with the camera Lisboa because they're the ones supposed to keep up with that with that pitch. Uh, that's that's uh, a national stadium, Jamor. Uh, and, and it was such important condition, which affected Sporting tremendously, tremendously. Um, but I, rather than that, the PK uh, on against us, I understand why the referee called it. It was very, very, a very close call. Um, it would have been, it would have been tough even with the VAR, and it was tough with the VAR. Uh, only like um, later after the game, the Juiz final. Uh, with Sporting TV, they, they had time to dissect it uh, with more time, and they saw that Aden did, in fact, touch the ball first, so it shouldn't have been PK. But I, you know what? I get it, what they call it. Uh, I'm not going to get to, to the nitty-gritty of it. Uh, I'll accept it. Uh, Aden redeemed himself, and uh, he did uh, save it, uh, so great. The other PK, it's also a PK. I mean, there's no doubts about that. I mean, the guy pushed him with his belly, uh, chest, uh, and that was a good call. And John Mario, he, he's he's always been good with PKs, and uh, he scored the winning goal. Uh, the first goal by Thiago yeah. Tomas, what a goal. Presence inside the big box. Uh, overall, we played well, uh, but we saw that without Fidal, and we, the Inacio Gonçalves, uh, he, he played well, but you could see he was a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous. And Kwach uh, and uh, and um, was always giving him advice and what to position himself and and what to do and and uh, net. Uh, but I, I see Inacio being a great backup, you know, in the future of Sporting and starting maybe later. But for now, he's not ready for big games yet. Uh, because you could see the difference when we have Fidal and the experienced international from Morocco, um, and you can replace that kind of experience. So he had a tough time. Uh, but with that said, I mean, overall, we played well. But Bilnes, Bissad, they, they create a lot of chances of goal as well, and we had a difficult time with them. Uh, but with that in mind, don't forget that Braga lost there. Uh, so, you know, they are a good team. Uh, the position they, they are in, it doesn't reflect how good of a team they are. Uh, but, you know, this was a good a good experience, a good learning experience for all the players, especially the kind of condition of the pitch, the weather. It was a very heavy pitch on how we should maybe play in a different way. And I think Mourinho picked up on that. And I think when when we play in a different in in a similar game with the same same pitch and heavy heavy field, that will be much more prepared. So overall, we did deserve to win. We created a lot of chances of goal. Um, no doubts about that. Um, I just was expecting a little bit more from uh, from political softs, but he had an off day. Um, but overall, very content. Yeah, uh, uh, agreed, agreed. And um, Sam, I'll, I'll pass it off to you next. What were your thoughts on, on the game against Bilnitz, or against Bissat? Um, I pretty much agree with everything that Steph said. I think the penalty was really close to call, and I think it really could have gone either way, but obviously on further review, that you could probably say that Adan got the ball. But um, Adan was my 
was just fantastic. I think he's been the best goalkeeper we've had since uh, Ruby Patricia. I know there's not a lot of competition. I think it's only like Salan and then Renan and then Max. So it's not that that like not so good that it's like an achievement. But I think ever since he's come in, he's been solid. The only thing that scares me about Adan is his uh, passing with his feet. I don't I don't really trust him. And that is also the, the pitch, uh, the Jamor as well. Um, that that I think was disgraceful. I think they should probably get a fine for that because that could have broke someone's ankle. You know, someone could have got seriously hurt and we're lucky. I know Nuno Mendes had that injury, but I don't think that was caused by the ground. But we're lucky we didn't see like a, a, a serious injury there. Um, I was glad that uh, John Marrow got his uh, first goal since 2016. Um, it's good to see that hopefully that he scored that. He, he gets a bit more confident because I know he's been playing well, but there's still that something missing that, from him, I I think. Um, Thiago Tomas as well, with a great finish. You know, I wasn't sure on him at the beginning, but he has really proven me wrong. He shut me up with, with all his work. I, I do think he can be a bit better on the ball, but in terms of a finisher, he's pretty much there. I know he's still young and he's got <laughs> he's got some time to go. But um, uh, my favourite stat in this entire game was uh, Thomas Oliveira for Ben Lentz. Yellow card, 75th minute. Red card, 77th, 77th uh, minute. Um, I think I saw Danny tweet that he must have been a, a sporting gister, but um, I think that that game was really, really difficult. And it's one of them. I know I said in the last, I think, last three podcasts that if we were under Asilas or Becerra or Kaiser, that we we wouldn't win that game. But it's true. These game, these are the games that we would probably lose, not just drop points. So I think Ruben Amorim is definitely doing very well. Um, but. I'm uh, trying to think what else I can say. Um, I think as a team performance, it, was, it wasn't it was the greatest. Um, I just want to uh, pedal off what uh, Steph said as well when he said about Inacio. Um, I'm not saying he had a bad game by any means, but you could tell he's he's still young. He's still got a lot to learn. Um, and I don't think that back three is, is, is very sustainable. Um, I, I do like Neto, but in that game, I think his, his difficulties did show without Vidal. Same with Coates. Um, but I think with time, Inastia will, uh, will get there. I'd like to see a bit more of Kresmer in that role as well. But um, difficult performance, but I, I was just happy to get those three points, to be honest. A thousand, exactly. Same here, man. Same here. Uh, Christian, last but not least, what, what were your thoughts on this game, dude? The funny thing about the pitches, um, I don't know if you caught it on the broadcast <clears throat> on Sport TV, but they said that um, they were thinking about uh, playing at, um, at Bonfim, uh, the Stubble Stadium. Who, who I don't even know if they're playing there right now, but they actually said the pitch at Bonfim was worse, and so they opted for Jamor. So think about how bad the pitch at the Bonfim oh, must be. <laughs> if it's for worse real. than that, because I think it I've literally... Be <laughs> solid ice, mud. because yeah, these guys mud. were flipping around like that uh, Porto defender against Trevante yesterday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Shit, Christian, I lost you for a second. Uh, I I can see when like I go out because I just start like spinning on the screen. Um, yeah. So I yeah, guess some spinner, you a spinner. Just some, <laughs> some rapid fire, rapid fire thoughts. Um, I I I mean, I don't think thirty five year olds. Oh, we made him look like he was in the prime of his career, and um, I don't, I don't know if that reflects too, too good on us. Um, Nunu Mens, we touched on it briefly, but 
I mean, if he's going to get subbed out every game because he's hurt, like there's no reason that he should continue playing. He should just take like two weeks off and get healed. It's kind of getting ridiculous um, at this point. Um, another, it's kind of been brewing in the back of my head, um, but I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. Does Juan Mario just seem incredibly pedestrian um, <laughs> a lot of the time? Like, I, I mean, I, I understand that he's good and he, he generates – he generates chances and he's like very nice on the ball and stuff. But I mean, for sometimes it's just like, dude, like run, man. Like, and Braganza, we all want to see more. He's done, he's done good cameos when he's had the chance, but he hasn't really gotten too many opportunities. And it seems like it's Palinha and, and Mario now. There was some Mateus New, some Braganza, but like it's Palinha and Mario. Those are the starters. And I don't know if Juan Mario has done enough to just be locked into that spot with no questions asked. I agree. Um, I agree. I'm going to jump in really fast. I didn't yeah, go for it. To interrupt, but I agree with you 100%. For that game, I would I would have been uh, more comfortable with Pelinha and uh, Mateus Nunes because they yeah. both very physical for that kind of pitch, heavy pitch. It, that duo would have been perfect. I love Juan Mario, don't get me wrong, but I agree with you. He's been a little bit off, but how does he regain the, the rhythm? It's by playing. So it kind of sucks, but for that specific game, I agree with Chris 100%. It should have been Pellini and Mateus Nunes, uh, you know, to, 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 to gain that midfield, which was a, a terrible pitch. In, the, in, a, in the, the 21st century, having a pitch like that, unless you're from Albania or a third world country, I get it. But the fifth ranked team in, in, in the, the, the FIFA, and we have that shitty fucking pitch, insults my intelligence it, it's our national stadium on top of that too yeah. like exactly it looked like that i think i don't think that the the league in ours and the portuguese league understands that these games are being viewed worldwide yeah so when you have such a poor pitch if you flex on the portuguese league it's like what kind of fucking league is that? You know what I mean? What kind of pitch is that? The, yeah. You can see the color of the pitch was yellow and, and some, some green on it. Shade the Bracos for this. I saw some fucking uh, frogs jumping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. Imagine Con, Con Murphy from, from Ireland saying, what kind of pitch was that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. For real. Yeah, it, it reflects very poorly on the Portuguese league. Um, Don't play the, 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 the Portuguese Stafford Portugal final in that stadium. Yeah. The Aveiro Stadium is better, better than Jamal, I think. I guess we'll see, how, we'll see how the Ladia Stadium or the field looks in a couple weeks, but I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't have high expectations. Does anyone even play there? I don't think so. Well, Lady Elsker has to the league, so. right? We'll see. I mean, do Benamar play that? No, no, no. Benamar play. They play in the Aveiro one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they the now Aveiro. they do. Yeah. yeah. They, they have no other stadium now. Yeah. It belongs to a corporation, so they have to pay Benamar mm -hmm. to play there. Yeah. But I'm not sure if Union Lady plays at. Um, they do. Yeah, me neither. Pessoa, that stadium, the big one, the new one. Mm -hmm. um, I, could, I mean, they might, but I'm not sure. You know who would know that? Uh, Bruno. <laughs> he would know that. They do. True. 
last game they played on a uh, which they had the uh, the keeper from Porto, Walter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. came from there. They did play. Mm -hmm. It's like Uberemar. They have to pay a rental fee. Yeah, and when you're third division, the rental fee is pretty astronomical for the revenue you're bringing in. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you don't have to keep up with the maintenance. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess just some other fleeting thoughts. Pedro Gonzalez, I mean, I think we already briefly touched on it, but this was definitely his worst game for sure. Um, and it happens, right? Uh, and he was rightfully subbed off, not his day. Um, and uh, I would have liked to probably see Tiago Tumas subbed off earlier in the second half because it was obvious that he wasn't, um, you know, getting a foothold, holding the ball up for us. It was pretty much one-way traffic, and I think the game probably better suited Sporad for more than like 10 minutes um, just to see what he could do. His hold-up play is definitely better. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are definitely kind of fortunate. Bolnissad was carving out opportunities. They had the ball in the back of the net once or twice uh, offside, rightfully called, but still sketchy. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, on the PK, um, the PK is... The thing that I don't get about the PK is is how is Sylvester Vidella not considered going for the ball? He's the other yeah. guy. The other guy's offside. The other guy is allegedly onside by 17 centimeters. Okay, take that at face value. But Vidella is clearly offside, and then he runs to the ball, and then at the last second veers off, and it's like uh, he was he was he was trying to play the ball. And then on top of that, you could say that the the, the PK isn't even a PK because. Adan gets the ball and the contact is then inevitable because there's two guys sprinting at each other. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of questions about the review process on that PK. Um, but I guess ball don't lie. We got lucky. That was I saw a crazy stat. That was like the first saved PK in like like nine years in a league game for sporting or something like that. Um, so thank you, Adan. Wow, really? Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, holy shit. Um, and also, in regards to PKs, uh, that Joao Mario PK is unconvincing, to say the least. And we still don't have a PK taker. That kind of—I mean, it's well placed, but there's there's no power on that. If 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 you get a better step on that, that's saved every time. It's kind of like the Adan PK, where it's like, if that Joao Mario PK is like you know, five inches to the left, it's saved because it's it's going yeah. not fast enough. So. I that's a problem, right? Because Sporad is not going to be on the field enough to be the PK taker. So that definitely needs to be resolved uh, sooner rather than later. Um, Mario could be the guy, right? He seems like the you know a center midfielder, you know, good good touch. You would think he would, you know, could be a PK specialist kind of guy. But yeah, I'd like to see a bit. bit I like a bit more power on a PK. Uh, I don't mind, you know, with the instep, but you got to put a little bit more behind that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it, uh, I was on the edge of my seat, you know, a lot of the time, uh, I was, I thought they were going to honestly call for a retake on the PK because there's players in the box and yeah. it seemed like they were really hell bent on giving the side a goal there because <laughs> they overlooked potentially not even a foul and multiple players being offside. Uh, I was like, watch them watch this be a retake. So yeah, thank God that we got the W um but yeah definitely not a a common enjoyable viewing experience yeah for real um i just had a, a few quick things to add um 
mainly just bitching about the referees in my eyes. Um, <laughs> one, it, it's it's uh, it's just so funny to me, and and I defended the referee when it happened because I did think it was the right thing. For Juan Pelina, he can get a, a yellow card in the first 30 seconds. There's no problem. When it comes to other teams, uh, and especially other teams attacking Sporting, what's the point of a yellow card? Nada. Uh, when it should have been a clear yellow card on the, on, on the uh, Bilinish player on Juan Pelina, funny enough. Um, two, that kind of conditioned the game in terms of uh, the referee. He, he, he should have given Natu a, a yellow card in the seventh minute for breaking up a play um, that that could have led Bilinic to a to a counterattack. He didn't. Could have led to a to a, a, a Luis Neto second yellow in the 80th so minute when he did receive his first yellow. Um, but this is what I'm saying in terms of refereeing in Portugal. There needs to be some sort of consistency. They need to really, I think they need to really study games that every other play every other referee um, has control of, especially in the first division because. When, when we're seeing as Sporting fans, and let's just say we're only watching Sporting games, a contradiction between two, two games, it's sort of ridiculous. Um, so that's, that's just the one thought. Um, I'll, I'll show you guys the images of, uh, of the penalty real quick. I won't play the video, just the, the offside. I think to me, like, like Christian was saying, it's a clear offside from Varela. Um, I, I don't quite understand why the penalty's called. And then on top of that, I want my Portistas especially not so much i didn't see too many befikistas but i want my portistas to, to explain to me what's the difference between um weeks prior when the Fidesz goalie comes out punches fidel in the face maybe the ball graces his arm maybe debatable you know up in arms he gets the ball first da 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 now when varela is offside goes for the ball doesn't get it Adan gets the ball with his hand first and then collides with the defender, who the defender is running right at the goalie. That's a clear penalty. I, I, I need the hypocrisy to stop here. Um, I, and so if there are a few Portistas watching us, I know a few that do watch us, I want you guys to explain to me what's the difference between the two calls. Já para não falar do, do penalti que o Benfica... Só o Benfica. Não é chamado só porque o Benfica. I want to understand these things. This is... The only thing I have against uh, against uh, officiating in, in Portugal, and I kind of do see uh, what Khan was saying last week in terms of uh, our officiating actually isn't one of the worst in terms of, of European football because we have seen some some crazy calls in, in other leagues. Uh, and I, so I do agree with him in that. But there, there's still so much inconsistency uh, and so much human error, even though VAR is in, that uh, uh, I want to see, see resolved. I want to see cut out. Um, but let's get into this penalty. Um, let's get into the needing penalty. Just, let me let me just, just sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you can you can find the play. Just the image. I won't I won't show the video because you know yeah. fans aren't trying to get a fucking <laughs> banned out here. That's the image of the past. You can see kind of here. I don't know if you guys can see my uh you can't really see my uh can you see well, my mouse? It's the other guy that get the one, the, is right the, one here. In, the one in the center collides with Adan. That guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy. But the even Volk, still, you can make the case he's offside. Yeah, they even still. That's we're gonna start counting by our toenails and our and our fingertips. Like you can still make the case that he's offside from quads. Well, they but say Varela, he's on by on. seventeen centimeters, which you don't have a clear Crazy. line. You know, you can't really tell. But the Vadell is clearly offside. But I guess they deemed that he wasn't playing the ball. That's the only thing that mm -hmm. could have happened. But if you watch this video, watch him. He runs and chases the ball. Like yeah. he's running yeah. to the ball. Yeah. Running to the ball. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, and it's like, okay, <laughs> sure. I, I agree with you guys. I, I, I didn't, I don't, I, I didn't even remember that. But yeah, one hundred percent. But the to the Portista fans, which they have a, a short memory and they must eat a lot of cheese. Um, I, I want to remind mm -hmm. them about Avs Porto, and they know which which play I'm talking about. A PK given to them, which was much worse. So this this is what yeah. I have to say to the Portista fans. Before you complain, before you say shit, double check what was given to you. Because if I'm not mistaken, Porto has how many cups? Uh, the Portuguese titles, 27? I can't remember. I think maybe. like I think maybe? It's in the no, mid-20s. I think it's 27. But And then somebody was bragging about Porto, who Pinta Costa, his birthday was not too long ago. And they said, yesterday, I think, yeah. And the Pinta Costa, they, they won X amount of trophies. So I didn't get the number, but I think it was like 23 or 24 trophies. So that should be minus 24. If <laughs> Porto should be minus those 24 trophies they won under Pinta Costa. And that's how many trophies they should have. They should have the minus 24, which would be just a few trophies if 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 a Pintorado was taken into account. To be fair, they've won the Champions League during that time, right? And they couldn't have rigged that. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Or if they did. But why would they, qualify? <laughs> <laughs> why would they qualify to the Champions League? True. Yeah. That's true, too. Ah, because of the Pintorado. They, they were winning constantly. The Portuguese... Uh, Championship and they would qualify. That, that team, though, that team for unreal. 2004, that Porto team was unreal. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, did they even? But yeah, I agree. With you they they Sorry, could have won on their own. Yeah. <laughs> but best you know, one of the best managers in the world too that year too. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is, don't mm -hmm. don't give a shit when your team has been benefited before. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, I just want clarification because it's it's mainly. Uh, the Porto fans that I've seen really arguing the uh, the Ferenc penalty just weeks prior. Um, and then on this, I, I think that's a clear penalty there. Uh, clear offside, I should say there. Like, it, it, it's ridiculous. Even um, And then I just also wanted to mention, uh, referring to the last podcast, Khan, who, who, who works a lot with, the, the, with television stations, saying how we can easily, uh, and thank you for this gem, Khan, uh, easily manipulate these lines. Like, come on. Uh, you know, whether he's 17 centimeters offside or onside, what I'm saying is, and what I've been saying about VAR, I find it ridiculous, these toenail offsides, these, the, the hair is offside, or Honestly, I, I find it ridiculous. Here's but, what it but is. So, but Ella's clearly offside and he goes for the ball. That's, uh, there's, no, there's no debate on that. But anyways, you're, you, can't, you can't draw lines if you don't have the right angle. Yeah, so drawing lines from look at the angle that we're looking at behind drawing lines is fucking you can draw whatever you want because it's subjective because you don't you literally don't have a clear view. So it's like very rarely does like like we don't have a clear we don't have the perfect view, but we can still tell Varela's offside because look at the lines on the field. Kowatz is on the dark and Varela's whole body is in the light green. So we know he's off, even though we don't have the perfect angle. So it's like if you're judging the toenails at 16 centimeters, four centimeters, if you have the right angle and you can tell, then that's fine. But like, 
yeah, I mean, you can literally you can literally draw anything um, when you don't have the right angle because it's like, oh, it's his elbow. You can It's like, is his foot furthest forward? Is it his shoulder that's foot that's furthest forward? Is it his knee? Um, is it the bullness player's leg that's furthest forward? Is it his shoulder? Is it his head? It's just, it's so subjective yeah. that it's 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 fucked up. <laughs> Even Con Murphy on the last podcast, he, he did admit that. Yeah, yeah. Justin Village first of all, the VAR. He said yeah. uh, they could uh, they could change the lines as they please. Exactly. And I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but is Varela ex Porto? I'm I'm just saying <laughs> that's that could be why. But he's all <laughs> he's all <laughs> <It is news. laughs> he's, yeah, he is ex Porto too. <laughs> and he's wearing blue, they it. got confused. They got confused. <laughs> you know yeah. what? It's it's about time that we get some calls our way, and uh, and I don't think that the calls we've been getting uh, they, they were like way off. Uh, but if you go, if you guys really want to get into it, and uh, if you have time, it might take a couple of days or a couple of weeks. You have to be dedicated. I want you to go to YouTube and research research Epitorat. Do it, and then you'll see. How much Porto was corrupted back in the days, and then they actually have loads of good English con, like English speaking content yeah. on that recently. So yeah. seriously, if if you're not familiar, Google it, YouTube it. There's so much. Like I even I didn't know, and yeah, I've been following I mean, for months since, there, since I was young. So. Right? I mean, me and I mean, I guess me and Danny are both like the same age, like 25, 26. I mean, well, I was five. I don't really remember, especially if you're like 16, 17. Yeah. It could have maybe not even been alive yet. So yeah, it's it's kind of been erased from the conscience, I guess, kind of. And it's really Benfica. Everyone always focuses on Benfica corruption, but I mean that that the Pitrado is all proven too, and it's pretty mind blowing some of that oh, stuff. You, you have a lot of a lot of professions from referees, a lot of good feedback. And the only thing I, I've been telling my my nephew is you became Portista because you influenced the wrong way. Because Porto was winning at that time, so it was easy to be as a kid to become a Portista. Because you want to be on the winning side of the, uh, you know. So, so, so these kids, when they were, they they became Portistas. They became Portistas because they, they they were basically convinced by a corruption. So the way I see it is that it was wrongdoing by Football Club Porto. Not football comporta, I respect the institution, but Pinta Costa and this and the administration at that time, they were very corrupted and they fooled a lot of people, especially kids like my nephew and a lot of politicians that I know, like Patrick Court. They, they love Porto because they were winning at the time, but if they knew the truth, they wouldn't be politicians today. I would be embarrassed to be politicians to tell the truth. Uh, some of them know the truth, though. Some, some of them know and they just don't care. And in that is fact. I hate to say it. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying Patrick at all. But some of them know. And yeah. they just, oh, it, it was thrown out on a technicality. And it's like, mm. Yeah, because the Portuguese justice system is also corrupt as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I would be a Portista. I would be embarrassed to be a Portista. Portista or Benfica. No, I honestly, in my, in my honest opinion, it is embarrassing to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, mean, you know, I gotta in, agree. <laughs> in, in corruption, if you look at the grand, uh, the grand scheme of things, 
Sporting is a little baby compared to Porto Benfica. They have a PhD degree. We have maybe an associate's degree. <laughs> it's falling it's cash ball like it, like it's true. <laughs> and that's the only thing they talk about. Like they care about handball anyway. Like, who cares? This, this, is how, this is how hypocrite they are about that. How can you talk about cash ball and then you don't say you say you don't give a shit about mutalidad? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, I have I have spoken to Portistas and Benficistas, they tell me in my face, and now they talk about cash ball. So why are you talking about cash ball? Yeah. You don't give a shit about modalities. Don't talk about them then. The you very know? real scandal of cash ball. Something that definitely happened. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. by the court of law that it never happened. There it is. Yeah. It was cooked up by, by Luis Felipe Vieira to, to burn out Bruno Carvalho. And it worked out. It worked out pretty good. It worked perfectly, honestly. I mean, not to mention, it's the it was the same day that cash ball came out. It was the talk of all shit, man. Let me just tell you, it's it's all too uh, all too of all too much of a coincidence, you know. It's um, like the uh, the riots here in the United States uh, with the elections. Uh, all of a sudden, they fucking stopped. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, we all we're happy in America. Everything is okay. I'm not saying anything else, but what I'm saying is it was funny because yeah. now the president-elect Biden won the elections and all of a sudden there's no riots. Everything is fine. Watch, yeah. watch certain movies and then you'll know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I get it. I 100% get it. Um, um, I was just going to mention maybe something else uh, about the game. Aside from that, there wasn't too much other polemica, um, like like Steph mentioned and, and Amuring mentioned, um, and and I think Amuring was spot on. Petit did prepare for this game a lot better. I really hate this saying that. Shocking, shocking. No, but I think I Petit. Last, I hate Petit as much as you do too, bro. But I think Petit's last few games against Sporting, um, he he he's he's come out and said like, oh. I deserved the win or, or we deserved a, a result out of this game. Da, 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 da. And he might have some point to it, especially this game. This game uh, definitely had some point to it. But again, I, I think the pitch conditioned a lot of it, but both of them had to play at the pitch. Sparth and clearly struggled in it. Um, maybe a, a more experienced team would have seen that game a lot better. But uh, it's a credit to Sam. Same thing Sam said. Sidoj and, and Kaiser and... Uh, Lionel Punch and the fucking whoever else we we probably would have had Fernandez. Sheesh, <laughs> for this. <laughs> Anyways, I, we could have very well tied that game under them. So, um, credit to the team for their for their fight and everything. Uh, last thing I wanted to say, Tiag Tumaj. I wanna I wanna be the original. I just haven't had time to go back to the clip. Um, I think it was Luxpulu Sporting tweeted it yesterday. I was the first one to compare Tiak too much to Liatsin, okay? I just want to make that, that really clear. <laughs> but but so far, the comparisons seem real. I, I, I've been loving this kid. I, I like Sporad. I want Sporad to continue as well. But um, so far, Tiak Tumaj has deserved his starting spot. Um, he looks much more of a clinical finisher. Uh, great pass from, uh, great pass from uh, Tabata. A great little spin from Tiak Tumaj. He still had a lot to do. Uh, sink that to the top corner, and then of course running after the ball, winning that penalty. Cheers, bro. Let me cheers you with a Molson Canadian. Um, deserve that. Uh, I think Tiago Tumaj. Uh, I think as of right now, it's his spot to lose. Uh, 
uh, in my opinion. Sporad, I like I like the guy too, but as of right now, I think Tiago Tomas should be our our, our starting our starting striker. Um, well, yeah. Anything else about the game? Sorry. Remember, remember with what Chris said a few podcasts ago uh, in a row, and I agree with him. Certain games, it has to be Sporad. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought it should have been Sporad from like the fifty-fifth minute. You I agree, know, I agree. I think Tiago. Well, I agree with you. Well. I agree with you. I think Tiago Tomas should be the starter, though. He's done more to earn that starting spot. He should be the yeah. default, and then Sporad should be situational. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Unless there's anything else about the match, uh, well, who is your guys' uh, man of the match? A Dan yeah. by Miles. Got to be a Dan. Good show. Tiago Tomas for me. He scored the uh, goal. I'm going to. And he created the PK, so. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. Tiago Tomas, a Dan, a close second, though. Yeah, of course. Uh, big penalty save. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I-, I also wanted to backtrack just a little bit. Um, we can also talk about the finance game as a whole, of course. Uh, if you guys wanted to mention it, but uh, I mean, we we sort of we sort of brushed on it, but I wanted a concrete answer from you guys. Uh, the penalty against um, Sporting on the Fidens game, um, there could be some contact on the ball. We can also look at uh, at the um, you know a potential penalty that wasn't called on Kwach. Uh Just an overall feeling w- was that the right call, and um, what did we what did we think about the the one nothing? I guess as a as a whole, um, Sam, I'll start with you, dude. I can't lie, that game has completely gone from my memory. What was the, the penalty shout? Sorry, if you can uh, remind the me. Penalty, the punch. The punch. The, punch yeah. the ball maybe missed, potentially That hit. was the last that game. That, felt, that feels like ages ago. But, um, <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, it was 100% a penalty. There is no, like, if you zoom in and squint one eye, you tilt your camera, whatever, you might he might get a little bit of contact. But... <laughs> The man just got right hooked by like Mike Tyson. Like, <laughs> come on, like, is this a penalty? No penalty, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm no doubt about it. And I'm going to jump in, and I won't oh. take more than ten minutes. I'm only kidding. Uh, too many, <laughs> but uh, exactly that play by law was the right call. Now, do they need to change the 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 the, the play, the law of it? Go for it. I agree. But by law, that was the right call. That's why the Avsporto PK was called as well, because they haven't changed the rule yet. So so Portisis can go eat shit and fuck themselves because that was the PK. Mm-hmm. The, the problem with Portisis is they, they they love to be in first place by corruption, and since they can't, they're a little bit upset about that. Uh, let me oh, add are we just going to agree? Let me add to that too, because they also love being in first via corruption. Okay. Benfica. I was. Uh, uh, that, that's without saying. Okay, my bad. <laughs> just I have to say it. It's not level comparable, no score. Go ahead, Sam. Go I ahead. was just going to add quickly, but um, the thing is, right? It what could you- be. We could get a hundred percent clear penalty. Like someone could get kicked in the face or punched in the head. A Portista and a Benfica still will be like, "That's not a penalty." They they will just make up any excuse. So <laughs> you've got to ignore them. You just have to. They they will try and spin it whatever way. Like I said, they will turn the camera around. They'll do whatever. They'll zoom in. 
is a penalty. He got punched in the face. And you could do that. They could do that with all the other penalty decisions we we might get or we might not get, but it's always going to be the same. It's, they're always going to say it's not a penalty. So I think I, I, by this point, I've just tuned them out and I've ignored them. I know what a penalty is. We know what a penalty is. Like, but don't forget, yeah. in, in that play, it was actually the referee had a choice. Should I call yeah. this one a PK or Quatch a PK? He had a yeah. choice. You could have said, you know what? I don't want this one to be PK. I'll say Kuwaitis was a PK. What the fuck? I have a choice. I'm going to say, I think the Kowatch one might be a little soft. Like, so I know soft. the arm goes over the body, so but, so you know, soft. for him to fall like that, I think the clear penalty has to be the punch in the face. Like, yeah. we can debate all the time. Like you were, like Sam was saying, we can check one camera angle, another camera angle. I, I think at best the ball just graces his, his wrist or his hand, but his full contact goes to the face. Let's be real. Like, it, it, whether he's trying to play the ball or not, well, intentionally, it uh, matters. It's the true definition of an inconclusive replay because there's only exactly. one angle where it looks like maybe, the back angle. All the other angles, it doesn't look like he touches it at all. But then there's one angle where it looks like he may be. That's, that's, that's not enough to overturn the call on the field. So Exactly. And, and, like, and like you mentioned in prior podcasts, it's like American football, you know? If it's, not, if it's inconclusive, the call on the field stands. And the call on this in this ha case happens to be the penalty. Mm -hmm. I think that's what VAR has really been in in place for. Like the referee will call the penalty, review the footage. If it's inconclusive, even if there's, a, a, if I in my eyes, if there if there is a debate about it, whether he hit it or not, a, a clear debate about it, it has to be the, the calling on the on the field has to stand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I hundred percent agree with you. And I and I and like I was like I said, I think the. The punch to Fidal is much more clear of a penalty than the uh, than the Quach one. I think the Quach one we're 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 grabbing at straws, really. But uh, but yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, perfect, yeah. But another Sufridu game, um, and coming up against Braga, I, I will get into it later. But um, let me just say, if we play anywhere near or how we played against Florence and Bilinic or Bisad against uh, Braga, I don't. I don't see us walking away with three points. Let me just let me just say that now. Um, but anyways, transfer market is among us. About to hit January. Um, the, uh, you know, there's a few uh, transfer rumors lingering that we kind of touched on. Borja might leave. Antunes might leave. Mateusz Reis might, might come in, uh, which we've been hearing about for the past fucking four months. Um, but the big one, again... Uh, I have to ask about Paulinho. It seems more and more chatter about Paulinho keeps uh, keeps Saturday coming up. Saturday is a decisive meeting, apparently. So hopefully it goes horribly. <laughs> hopefully we tamper enough to have to watch the win, bro. <laughs> um, I think the one thing that's going to work in our favor is we play Braga. So I don't. They're not obviously not going to want to to give him up, right? Yeah. You mean uh, the, on, on Saturday? I mean, Saturday, typically, a club... Well, the window would be open, I guess, right? They have uh, dinners together. When, yeah. they, when they're in good relationships and in good terms, they have you know, a nice dinner together. So I think that's what they mean. They'll have time to talk about it. And if it was me involved instead of Ug Vienna, it would be a no-brainer. You know, bring some Google -go girls, Zacharaj. <laughs> But Steph, I'll, I'll ask you though: do you, Would you want Paulinho at Sporting? Yeah. Uh, consider, considering the price tag, though, uh, whether I mean, it's fifteen million, would you would you still want him? I would rather 
I would, I would rather spend 10 million on Paulini than an unknown player from the Ukraine league or another league. I don't even know how to say his name. Uh, we know what we're getting from Paulini. Paulini is a yeah. great player. Uh, just because he plays for Braga, I'm not going to, you know, be negative about it. Uh, if we could get him with a combination of money and uh, some players included, uh, I would get him, especially because we are in the title race. We are in first place. And if he's going to make all the difference, um, get him. Uh, you know, we have alternatives for because I saw a tweet that. Matus Nunes would be included in the deal mm -hmm. with another player. I forget the name. Yeah, me too. Uh, and uh, I don't. I didn't. Uh, well, it was Sporad, wasn't it? Was it Sporad? That would make sense. I don't remember. I don't think that that rumor is real, by but, the way. But. That was the one in in the summer. That was one in the summer. Yeah, right? that was, it was the summer one. It yeah. was Nunes and another youngster, but I can't remember for the life of me who the youngster was. Uh, but switching Sporad to Paulinho would make no sense because you want to keep Sporad and have and, and gain some competition, healthy competition against Sporad, so so they would both compete against each other. So that would make no sense. Uh, but yeah, I would get him man, in, in any day of the week. What's the most that you would pay for him? Ten million. Ten million. Okay. Well, I think they want more than that, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. I, I will say, um, the report obviously he was linked to Wolves in the summer. The reports in England is that Wolves are set on Diego Costa. So that leaves mm. all brothers leverage down the toilet because no one else is gonna pay twenty, thirty million for Paulinho. So that's in our favor. But I, I think, like I agree with Steph. If it was for ten million, I'd even say up maybe up to twelve million in instalments. I take Paulinho for twelve million. He's proven he's not someone we don't know about. He he can score goals for fun, and obviously Amorim likes him. He was on, under his best form under Amorim. So for me, it's a no-brainer. If if it wins us the title, then I have no complaints. But we've got to do everything we can, and obviously the one position we're short on is a striker. So go big or go home. I think. And he, you know, he, he knows the Portuguese league quite well. The referees, he knows yeah. the referees, he knows every pitch in Portugal. That would be a win-win situation. The problem is, if you get in Paulinho, you need to sell someone. And, you know, we have to be realistic. And at this point in time, I wouldn't mind Sporting selling Jovan, for example. I was going to say, yeah. I, I think no matter what, uh, whether we sign Paulinho or, or a big money transfer, I think we'll get somebody. I don't think I don't know if it'll be Paulinho or, any, or, or some guy on the cheap. I think Jovan is is if a if a serious offer comes in from Jovan like we did in the summer of uh, apparently the fifteen million for, from Southampton, I think if another offer like that comes in, I think Jovan will be gone. Uh, just because we have to consider um, one, we have a lot of dead weight that we're still paying like Tiago Lodi and etc. Um, and Kamashu and so on. Uh, another thing we have to consider, we still have to pay back a Muring. Um, the club is still in debt no matter what. Um, so whether we get Pauling or not, I think Jovan is, 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 uh, Gonzo like Alonzo, but Ooh, uh, honestly, at this very moment, I have no idea what his value is. He's hurt so much. He hasn't had a great season when he's been healthy. Yeah. I don't think they got 10 to 15 mil, which is why he wasn't sold in the summer, because I think if they did get that, he would be not here right now. Agreed. So would you sell Jovan for I, like seven? I, like a... I personally, it's I marginal. wouldn't because he's, it's he's so good. Yeah, he's still good enough. It's just it's the injuries. Mm -hmm. 
that's 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 a I would I would I think I, I would too I mean Giovanni that that's a problem that it's not helping him at all and I don't know if it's psychological uh, if it's really physically but someone needs to tell him and his agent him being hurt all the fucking time that's not help him at all <laughs> stop at getting all. hurt bitch <laughs> <laughs> I think more psychologically because look yeah. at He's playing for the B team. He played today. He played like shit. <laughs> in a B team, Surprise. in Portugal, he played like shit. He couldn't even take a shot from outside the box. He looked like an NFL kicker for kicking for fucking extra point and three points. That's sake. You know, he's terrible. And 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 it, it, with Giovanni's going the same way. Because Ruben Amorim, he's got a different vision from the other coach. Yeah. Am I saying that he doesn't like Giovanni? No, that's not that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he can detect de detect if you have talent or not. If you have talent, he'll keep you. If you don't have talent, get the fuck out. That's it. You're done. You're not part of my team. And that's what he's done with Kamashu, with Ilari, with Ritovsky, with uh, and now pretty soon he'll be Giovanni. If Giovanni doesn't improve, doesn't show any that he could. He could be a better player defensively because he sucks defensively. Him compared to Tiago Tomas, you, you can even compare him to Tiago Tomas. Tiago Tomas is much better than Giovanni. He's a more complete player, and he's only 18 because he plays defensively. His, his intensity is amazing. The whole game is, is a bug. It bothers the defense, and, and Giovanni doesn't do it. He, he thinks he's a prima donna, and he, he only has to play effectively. And he hardly plays defensively. Did he ever end up renewing his contract? Because I don't think he did. I can't. I don't think so either. But I can't. Remember. No, yeah, that, not yet. That that plays in favor of him leaving. I think. Also. Yeah, I agree. Let him go. Let him go. I, I was thinking as well. Why? Why logically would Braga want a part? While well, I was thinking, why would Braga want to deal with us again? But then I'm thinking, if we give players to them, at least they have the asset there, so they know mm -hmm. they have the player. Whereas if we're playing in installments, fuck it, we could be playing until 2025. But uh, um, with Giovanni, it's difficult because I know he was sort of asked to play up front, play at striker, and I know that he was sort of forced up there. But um, yeah. for me, if, if you get a, an offer of eight, nine Sam, million... But Sam, no, I like, Because he wasn't forced to play out there. He was given a chance. And then yeah. he didn't... Yeah, but it's, not nat it's not his natural position, yeah, though. When, when you put him there... Judges of it. Sometimes you don't have a choice in the matter, but you have to, you have to flourish and you have to show that you can do it. I mean, there's no such thing as is natural position. You know, it's like us. If if you've been given a job that you're not really good at, but you have to prove yourself, you will. And that's what he had to do, and you can hack it. That's true. That's true. And yeah. like, there is some that's depth at the wing that um, it didn't really it didn't really matter. I mean, he hasn't been in the team in weeks, and Honestly, I don't. No one notices. No one even cares, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if anything, if anything, playing him as a striker gave him a chance to play in the in the squad. You know. Yeah. Acuna's been yeah. gone yeah. for months, and nobody talks about Acuna anymore because of the men's performance. Though he's he's killing that Sevilla. Let me just tell you, I I miss my guy. I miss. Yeah, him. I seen him pop up. I miss my guy, times. bro. Yeah. He'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wouldn't mind having Nunu Minja. Uh, you know, left wing right now left, instead of uh, left back. But. And Acuna. 
nonetheless. <laughs> Fox. Sorry, he would Fox. he would be already have been um, he would have had six yellows this season already. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> He'd be on the thing where it's Fox. like every two you get suspended. <laughs> already. <laughs> Let me just say the four, the four players we had at risk uh to not play against Braga, if we still had Acuna, he would he would already be gone. Like, <laughs> and we're lucky he didn't play, bro, because Ristovsky uh, breathing on the defender would have gotten a straight red. <laughs> like, let, me, let me ask you guys a question, one by one. For sure. Who's been the most disappointing player for you guys this year? That's tough because we've played well. Um, the first person that comes to mind is Kamashu, but I won't count him only because he's not really a part of the squad. Um, for me, it's Purad, I think. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That but that's Chris's choice. What's your choice? Yeah. I might have to agree. Maybe Max. Been disappointing. Max. That's a good shout. But Max, I think he just hasn't had the opportunity to play. Oh, right? I, honestly, he got fucked with COVID, right? Because Dan got that spot because he was sick and then that was it. You know, he never lost. I think, I think he, also got, he also got fucked with us not making Europa League. I think there would have been more um more rotation in that goalie position if we made Europa. Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, Jovan, Jovan has been pretty disappointing. He hasn't had enough minutes to play. That's why I think he's gone. That's why I think he's sold no matter what. Whether we get Pauling, whether we get uh, Mike Z, bro, he's gone. <laughs> Which I let, let's don't please don't get Mike Z. <laughs> the guy's old. <laughs> what about, about you? Um. As much as I love him, he's my one of my favorite sporting players of all time. John Murray hasn't really done anything. It's like what you, what you were mentioning earlier to be in that starting eleven. He's a great player, and he and he 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 has the quality. But the first couple does of games, he deserve I a spot over Brianza just because his name is John Mario. No. Yeah. That's that. I hope this becomes a growing sentiment because and, I, and I, I I've heard not, almost no he chatter. Not, he's about not on cheat wages. No, you've all about that on Twitter. There's been a few. There's been a bit. There is? Really? Okay. Shout out, shout out to Georgina. I love yeah. you. Yo, she did a fire tweet. She she she, she said uh, correctly, like, what has Joao Mario done to, like, basically what we've been saying, what has Joao Mario done to be a, a bona fide starter in this in this squad, you know? That, that, his, best game, his best games were in, like, September, right? He's been pedestrian for at least a month now. I spe- let, let's be real. The Florence and uh, Billings game, he, he's done little to nothing. Aside yeah. from scoring the penalty, he's done little to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, a that's, a that's a good call by Sam. Me, me yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't think well, he won't be. He'll be on expensive wages, and I don't, like I know we will probably be paying a fraction of it. But like he's uh, he's probably the best paid player in the team, if not one of. So I think he does need to to be a bit better. But I, I love the man, and nothing will change that. I think. Same. Agreed. Same. To me, it's uh, Giovanni. Yeah, it's he's been a big disappointment. Uh, I don't know if his if his injuries are phys- physical. I think it's more mentally than anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I never seen a player that gets injured so many fucking times. I mean, for it's, so long every time too. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it's like it's like. Psychological. Or, I mean, we could get, we could also get into conspiracy territory where it's like, is this the contract? Does he want to leave? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, like, he's injured so much that it makes me think that it could be sketchy, you know? Yeah. 
a, a part of me, um, I, I can't remember where he said it, but I, I remember Bruno Fernandes mentioning um, about Jovan not too long ago, maybe a few months ago, um, how when he's, when he's on the up, he's like even confidence-wise the way he is, he, you can really see it. He, he's, you know, chest in the air and, and really confident. But when he's down, he's down as a player too. Like his confidence is down and everything. Um, so uh, it, it might have to do more with that than I think him wanting to leave per se. Um, but I agree with Steph. I think it's more of a mental thing. I think, um, listen, I'm a big Jose Mourinho fan. If, jo if, if Jovan was in Jose Mourinho's squad right now, he would have been sold yesterday. Um, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the players maybe either worried to, to re-injure something or just not, I don't know, not confident, not, not uh, because he's maybe not a bona fide starter. He doesn't, he doesn't push himself to be healthy or, or, or to say he's 100% ready to play. Of course, this is just us all speculating, right? But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what it could be with Jovan. Um, but anyways, uh, my, the only other topic I really wanted to talk about before going to Mudali Dutch, uh, mainly, and let me just say this on air, so I, so I can kind of force myself to do it, um, so I can clip this up and hopefully get the the man on the on the podcast is uh, Bolasi and uh, his recent comments with um, him having to. Uh, you like that, eh? Uh, him having to uh, chase. I I was just about to say to say that I was about to say we need to talk about it. We do, we do. Uh, Crazy. Uh, Sorry, Karen. For his words, um, having to chase man down, uh, which I, I totally respect. Let me just say, uh, I I miss I miss that London man in 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 at in the in the Sporting squad, uh, just because London and Toronto. But anyways, um, you know him having to chase man down for 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 a paycheck and. And all of that. Um, of course, we, we're coming out hearing uh, what was it? What was the news that came today? Maybe twenty percent since uh, the 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 COVID shutdown hasn't been paid, if I'm not mistaken. Ten percent. They're Chris, returning. They're returning ten percent of the wages that they cut back in May from COVID. Like they negotiated a cut. They're returning ten percent of that. So I think they took a twenty percent cut. So I think they're getting half of what they got cut back, basically. Which, which to me, I don't get it. That's what Ooh. happened to me. I'm not gonna lie. I got a pay cut at my job, and then in November they turned around. They're like, "Congrats, we're giving you half of it back." And it's like, you still robbed me of like half of it. But whatever, I'll take the money. I'll take the money. But yeah, it's literally exactly what they're doing. But the, the the club itself is still in bad shape. Yeah. What I'm saying is, we can compare your salary to their salary because you make a lot more money. Hey man, you don't know how much I'm making, bro. I could be on the last few wages. <laughs> I'm not. Spoiler, I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna say, Chris, if you are, can you pay for the stream yard so we can you know, put our shit up or something for this? It's cheap and hell, bro. Yeah. What do we What do we make of that? Because nonetheless, whether that podcast gets a lot of views or not, um, it. it, it Let's let's be real. English is uh, is officially the world's language. It, it is still sort of painting Sporting in a in a in a bad light. Like he mentioned, we're a big Portuguese club, you know. Um, pay cut or not, you know, COVID or not, we're a big Portuguese club. Um, yeah, basically, what do we what do we make of these words from Balassi, and 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 what do we think? And this is his playing his playing career at Sporting aside, I think. But I mean, up to you. Up to well, you it was big enough to make Portuguese news, so. Uh, like it might not have got a lot of views on the actual podcast, but that was that I was the one who tweeted it. It was a, a headline. It was the first thing I saw when I opened. I think it might have been open the ball and I saw it. So I, I, whether it's true or not is 
debatable. I don't run the finances. I'm not Balassi. I can't. I can't say what he says. But as we all know, our favourite person has a history of not paying people on time. So it's not that fucking hard to believe. So I'm inclined to side with with my man Balassi. And please come on the podcast. Please stop ignoring <laughs> my DMs. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the only thing I have to say is... Yo, man, like Bolasi, bro. You deserve to be on the side. Sorry, go ahead. was late playing your salary, how come nobody has complained about it? Because, because he was there. probably the highest yeah. earner, I would assume. Yeah, true. They're still there as well. Some I, of I them could still be there. I mean... The only other player, I guess, is Hesse. Uh, He's the guy who's got fucking his life's all fucked up, so I don't think he's got time to comment about his time at sporting. That's the least of his concerns. <laughs> I, I wish that uh, <laughs> luck to Bolasi, but when he was a sporting, he didn't prove much. Huh. And he was given plenty of chances. I'm not saying anything negative about him, but well, well, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I would, would be curious to see if that's something that regularly occurs, though. Like are they con- like are they constantly getting their paychecks late? I mean, obviously, it's not like they're these guys aren't living paycheck to paycheck. I hope. Um, so it's not like they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go broke if they they're gonna the card they're, they're gonna turn the lights off if they don't get their paycheck. Um, if players were getting late late paychecks. You, they would have been complaining, especially in Portugal. That's the first thing they do is complain when they don't get paid. But, but let for me, let the, me the younger players say, and stuff, would would sorry. they risk their sorry? Would they risk their their playing time and their contract? Because I I'm sure I'm sure they've got like a, an agreement that they can't speak out or they can't leak information. The average player makes eighty five thousand euros, which is good. It's, let me let me also say stuff like. But I'm saying is Sporting is able to pay that. They might yeah. they they must struggle with the ones with the biggest salaries. Which I don't even think they do. Uh, maybe they did for a portion of time, and they told them in advance. I mean, Sam, if I tell you, hey, uh, you might goalie in Sporting, and listen, because of this, this, and that, we were supposed to pay you yet today, but we're going to pay you next week, and you say, no, that's fine. I'm still paying you late, but I gave you a heads up, and you still said it's fine. Maybe it was something like that. Well, he said he had to chase it, so he had to literally go to either Verandas or the accountant and just say, "Where's my money?" So, so I yeah. think it's different if if he if they said, "Okay, uh, can we pay you a week later?" And he's like, "Fine," but if if he has to start chasing it, then there must be a bigger issue. Let me, let me let me also say, Desportivo Javs only months after not getting paid did they really come out. Uh, yeah, last year you got to miss, like, you we haven't been paid for months. Yeah, yeah, so That's it, it might be. It, it's they it's never, they never get behind there. enough. They never get behind enough for it to be a public outcry. It's one month, yeah. two months, and then they pay. But it's never long enough for them to go to the press about it. Um, that's that's that. I think that's what it is. That's got to be the I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen, Alasi, if you want to clear things up, you know, uh, <laughs> a spot's always available here for you uh, to chat. Um, not only about Sporting, we could talk about Crystal Palace. I would love to know more about your relationship with uh, Lukaku back at Everton, um, but hey, man, you know we're just a we're just a little old podcast that uh, that uh, you know Sporting's administration thought to. Uh, I, I was thinking. Comment Sorry, over uh, Javante Williams, but I don't know, man. 
sorry to interrupt, but like, ahead, he, he might he might think we're affiliated with Sporting. In that case, we're not. So if you're worried about that, then it, no, we're definitely not. <laughs> we're black sheep. Let me tell you, <laughs> the affiliated as far as the heart is concerned. That's exactly exactly. Of Sporting, but we're not affiliated to them. We're not on their, their payroll, which apparently by Balassi we wouldn't get paid for on time. <laughs> uh, yeah um i don't know of anything else really to talk about not a lot of rumors totally uh, it's a big but, win. yeah let's go yeah. next to moodily dodge stuff I'll, I'll pass it over to you let me just also one once more show off my futsal jersey because big win oh uh, that's a new one that the, oh that was a handball jersey handball, yeah, yeah it is good call chris yes that's handball uh, I was able to take advantage of all the promotions Sporting had going on, uh, and I bought like seven different jer- jerseys. <laughs> My wife being vacation, she called me crazy, but I don't give a shit what she says. I'm the one. Let me my- just quickly see if uh, if the basketball if the basketball jerseys on sale, I'm buying it live. Listen. I doubt it's on sale. Oh, Listen. it could be with a promotion for for the end of the year. Possibly. Let's see. But anyway, stuff. Oh, where did he go? Did he get a basketball jersey? Stuff. If you got a basketball jersey, let me buy it. I bought a basketball jersey. Ooh, jeez. Oh, nice. Mas é de mulher, caralho. It's okay. No, I think I fucked up. It's a female jersey. Wait, but we don't even have a female team. Well, no, we do. Um, under 16 and, and so, so on. Oh, okay. oh, I didn't even know about that. Jersey for 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 sixteen year old girls. Does it fit? It's for your for your daughter. <laughs> I I tried to give it to her, but she likes Benfica, and then she almost said yes. Oh. And then my Benfica wife, she said, "Nah, no, my name she is Benfica." Then my my daughter looked at me, and she's like, "I guess I can." That's okay. I wear that when it's Halloween or something. I don't fucking know. I'm still going to keep it as part of my collection. Uh, so about the, the modalidad. So I'm just going to talk about the recent stuff that we had going on. Futsal, they spanked. They won against uh, Lyon Sport South in the semifinal. Uh, then after that, they qualified for the final, which was played yesterday. And they won against the Sporting Club Braga, which was one of our filiates, uh, uh, <laughs> They lost 7-1. They got spanked really hard. They never had a chance to win, to win against us. I watched the whole game. It was a There was one moment, maybe the beginning of the second half. We should have we should have been up 7-1 in the first half. We didn't. We let them hang around. But then at the end, we just bang, 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 bang. Just yeah. obliteration. Yeah, big time, man. And that was that was such a great, beautiful game to, to watch. And and you know, the celebration. Uh, the only negative thing in Mitzvinge, which what the, the venue was, uh, it was empty. And uh, that was a little bit, you know, upsetting and a little bit sad because of such a big, beautiful competition, such a great game. And the fans couldn't celebrate with the team. But nevertheless, we won our eighth cup three years in a row, the third year in a row, uh, which we are the first thing to do so. So, we did- By the way, this is for the 1920 season that got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Correct. We can still win it for this year again and make it four. Right, correct. So 
with the team with the most cups in Portugal. We have eight titles, Benfica seven, and then there's a few more teams with a couple. Uh, they won the trophy as well. Uh, then uh, uh, we beat football court in basketball, which I know you and uh, and Sam, you are big, 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 big basketball fans. So that was a lovely game to watch. And the Danny. Old- <laughs> well, Danny, you took a break. I only see a little man, no eyes, no no nose, no mouth. <laughs> That's a big uh, And then uh, uh, that game, the only thing I'd like to, to recall, remind people is Porto has lost the best player a few weeks ago. Um, uh, the American player, he plays guard. Uh, he got really, really injured, and I hope he gets better soon. Uh, his ACL is, is all messed up, but he'll be gone for the whole season. Uh, with that said, hey, we still played well. Uh, it, it, we won the game. We have 11 games, 11 victories in first place, undefeated. So congratulations to our basketball team. Uh, we have uh, we we have the strongest basketball team in the Portuguese league. We have the the one of the strongest teams in futsal. In uh, would be Fika, they have frequent t- teams as well. In volleyball, we Fika dominates, we don't have a chance. Uh, in our Patins, we are in first place, but it's a pretty good league. Uh, so, so you know, Sporting is looking good in winning the title in uh, in futsal and basketball. Volleyball, we have no chance. In our Patins, we have a good chance to win the, the title, even though we lost the uh, uh, Tasa Minofkin uh, against Rafik in PKs, um, you know, it, it just shows you how, how tough it is, that league. But we have a good chance of winning that league as well. Um, today we won in the B team, one nothing in Olympic Montage away. And now we're in first place by ourselves undefeated. Um, and that's all I got for Modalidad. But since all then... Right. It's- Fair enough. No, 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 I'm here, I'm here. I'm just helping doing... Uh- just helping out real quick. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, go straight into the uh, Braga game real quick. Uh, What's that in us the back? next game? What's that in the uh, back? What's that in the back? Lishu, Karali. For this, my no. taxes. Fucking it- lint roller. A lint roller. Is that a dildo? That was a lint roller, bro. Unless it's my dad's girlfriend, bro. I have no idea, bro. <laughs> That's not my problem, nonetheless, bro. <laughs> Is that my street? <laughs> I don't see no dildo here, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I see two dildos, two black things. Yep. Oh, bro, these are lint rollers, man. I got a dog, bro. <laughs> okay. favor, <laughs> man. I don't have lube at home, bro. That's the only problem. Just, just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, let's go straight into the uh, to the Braga game. Uh, big game starting off the year, of course. Um, on the second, let's hope our players aren't hungover, um, which they shouldn't be because it's COVID. They shouldn't be going anywhere anyways. Now nah, they'll um, be hungover the first because New Year's Eve is the 31st, so they should be good the second. I agree, but uh, I've had hangovers <laughs> last me two days before, so <laughs> let's, let's see how That's bad true. these guys are partying. <laughs> um but yeah um it's gonna be a tough game i've already mentioned earlier in the podcast i'll just repeat it i I think if we play anywhere near or 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 with the same sort of intensity that we played against bill and uh and footings we're not walking away with three points i'll guarantee you that 
Uh, whether we lose or tie, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't think we'll win. Um, but I've seen games, for example, the, the Guimarães game, uh, the Pasch Freire game, mind you, was the Tasa Portugal, but it, it was still our full length uh, or our full squad. I've seen I've seen us play on in in big occasions, even the two two against Porto. I've seen us play in, in in big enough occasions that I have faith in this team, um, and I have faith more more importantly in in Ruben Amorim. Um, but given our recent run of form, given Braga's recent run of form, um, you know four one against Boavista. I know they've been struggling, but uh, mind you, Boavista did just change their manager. Uh, they do have a very talented squad, but uh you know beating three nothing to Benfica for example but again like I said they, they were struggling all season um 4-1 nonetheless is very impressive against a very decent team um Braga's been on the up Carlos Cavajal has been doing well um it, it's in for an interesting match I'm gonna be the pessimist and I'll, I'll start it off I think it's gonna be 1-1 uh Paulinho's gonna score he's gonna kiss the badge he's gonna fucking ah oh, badge and that's it um but yeah, I'm 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 gonna say a one-one. But I'll pass it off to you guys. Whoever wants to take it first, what do you guys think? The thing that might play to our favor is if the, all the Braga defenders are out with COVID still. I know that they had a bunch True. of guys. They had a bunch of guys miss their boat that, that Boavista game. It didn't seem to matter. Um, and I I saw that they had one other injury that they picked up. So it could be a banged up Braga coming to town, which is obviously beneficial to us. Um, I think we're going to win one nothing. For some reason, I think we're going to get the result. Um, I think that playing the combination of playing at home and Braga missing hopefully some some players will will be enough for us to to get the result. Agreed. How about you guys? Um, I'll go. I think Braga will score, and I think it will be difficult. But as as Richard just put in the chat, I'm going a two one as well. Yeah, good shot. I, I don't I don't doubt it. How about you, Seth? I think it's going to be a 3-1 Sporting. Uh, we're going to win and we're going to convince everyone that we are in the title race. And this is the game to, to uh, you know, shut the uh, critics. Even if we win 3-1, we're not going to shut them anyway. <laughs> but, you know, it's impossible in Portugal. For some reason, they only they all they always want the same two bullshit clubs to win full of corruption. Uh, they don't want an outsider to start winning games, even though it, we, it would be beneficial for the Portuguese league, like uh, Con Murphy said, mm -hmm. and uh, many other people said. It's not healthy for the Portuguese league that Porto Benfica wins uh, all the time because then you can smell a rat. You can see that there's a, a system in place which is called corruption. And uh, they just uh, make deals. Hey, it's time to get you And uh, it's it. Sporting is not part of it uh, because let's be honest. The one thing I gotta tell uh, you know tell Bob Verandes is he's not involved in corruption. So that that's almost a certainty that Veranda and is an administration external external. They're not involved at all. Internal corruption. Hiring your buddy to do the official, like, uh, uh, like uh, the new yep. physio, like that type of shit. Hiring your friends to be at work at the club, yeah. raising your own salaries. That's that's all but, internal corruption. But, but internal corruption. Medical, uh, medical offices all of a sudden open up, and now that's the official medical offices of, of yeah. Sparta. Well. <laughs> yeah. 
But let me also just say, the external, the external will come with the George Benz deals. I don't mind. I don't think he should be our president. I've said this many no, times. I'm not going to change my mind. Do I respect him now that he's our president? I do respect him because he's our president, but I don't like him because I don't think he's fit to be a president. Does it make any sense? I have more no, respect for him now than I did a year ago, but yeah, I keep. Yeah. Sometimes he tells it like it is, you know? He's had a couple of fiery interviews. He's gotten a couple of suspensions. I've definitely picked up a bit of respect for him. I still don't support him, but I definitely respect him more. I will admit that. The only thing is, the only thing is, when you say you, you, you will do something, then do it. When he said that if, if Luke Kevaglia was, if he was proven he was not guilty, you would take him back as a socio, then do it. Do it then. Don't be yeah. afraid. Say fuck you to Roger Wolf. Say fuck you to Scrocket Sporting. Yeah, that's all. That's all internal. internal yeah. Because he's innocent. He was proven he was innocent. So you have to accept Brunker value back because that's what you said on national TV. It's recorded. For the rest of his life, he could, he could fuck himself in the ass because, because it, it's it's recorded. It's it's on tape that he said he would take Brunker value back. If he was proven that he was innocent, El Steinusin, he was set up atrás. We killed decent. So then do what you promised. Because that's why something this is a good portion don't respect him because he says things and he doesn't follow through. I don't know who's keeping the pressure on him because apparently there's a lot of up higher sporting which if they are the one saying, hey, no Bruno Carvalho, Portugal, the Sporting Club Portugal. Okay, fine. So then give up all your properties, all your money to support in Portugal and support and support all the bills we have. You know? I'm sick of it. The, you know, Verandas, I respect him because he's our president, but I don't like him because he's a liar. That's all. I'll take that. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. You got anything that's else? Pod, that's podcast number 91. Uh, a great one, boys. Good job. Uh, shout the out to the chat real quick. 2020. Like the said, last podcast of 20. I wasn't even taking that in for this. <laughs> but like Sim said, we'll have a surprise next year. A couple surprises. A couple big, big things. things. It's coming. Big, big. big things. It's coming. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Well, we got to roll it out perfectly, though. But let's, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Can um, I just say, interrupt. Turn Twitter notifications on. That is all I was. Yeah, we should just do that right. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Read, 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 read what's at the bottom, Danny. <laughs> at the bottom. It went away. The most recent comment. You don't want to control me. <laughs> I don't see I'll it. From Jose Costa George, the most recent comment. <laughs> it's less Rima, I know. Rima con. I, I posted it. <laughs> no, then beat it. Rima com esculhões. Bro, this is my. <laughs> oh, okay. I see it now. Listen. Anyways, let me uh, let me just shout out the chat real quick. Shout out to my boy Richard Neves. Uh, shout out to Saik. George, George Costa. George. Uh, José Costa. George, my boy from down under. Uh, Juicebox Leal. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Richard Neves, of course. Johnny Da Costa, uh, Johnny Signero, New York's finest, obviously. 
Uh, new profile picture, new Dragon Ball Z profile picture for Sinero. I think so, bro. (laughs) Guy's an anime fan, bro. I had no idea. (laughs) And then, of course, shout out to Moon Dudu and Liang, who was. uh, Let me just say, Moon, if you're if you're still watching this, uh, you said some outrageous shit that Uh, this podcast. I didn't I didn't post it up here because. (laughs) <laughs> We're not trying to have that. No offense to you, Sam. I'm not Thank trying to see you in the only No, no. Thank you very much. Thank you for not I got you. <laughs> I got you. Did, I did you read, say, did you read yeah. about the uh, bitch and Nev just uh, posted? Unless you got, like, the verandas one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that would be great. <laughs> you know, if Steph yelling would be, listen, we <laughs> go back to many podcasts today. <laughs> There's many podcasts you can have stuff yelling at, bro. <laughs> if he Brandon's a recent come on, we won't yell at him. We'll be we'll just have a conversation. Fucking we'll guy. He, he will never in a million years come on this podcast. Did you see what he did when we won the the the, the futsal Tassa Portugal? He walked away. He walked away. For this. But I'm seeing a vergonha, caralho, for this. Se ele estava com vontade de cagar, I get it. When you gotta go, you gotta go. You know what I mean? He didn't look like he was moving in a hurry. Uh, yeah, he... He's just laughing. I mean, if he tells me tomorrow, hey, eu tive que ir embora porque estava com vontade de cagar. I get it, bro. But then, the only excuse I accept is that o filho da puta foi embora. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Kagar, bro. Oh. On the court and celebrate with the team. This guy leaves. Honestly. I, I listen, uh, not not to compare him too much to Bruno, but uh, because there's not really much of a comparison. But I've okay. seen Bruno celebrate a volleyball, a volleyball title, like it was a fucking Champions League at Sporting, like let alone Verandas walking away for a task. Bruno. Oh, wow. Come on, bro. Come That's on. Fair. Eu sei porquê, eu sei porquê. Uh, what was it, 34, 34 yeah. years without a title yeah. or something like that? Because that was the, the completion of all the four major modalidades. True, 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 true. That was true. futsal, hockey patins, uh, uh, volleyball, handball. The, but the only time we won the major modalities was under Bruno Carvalho, no pavilhão João Rocha, que foi feito pelo Bruno Carvalho. Muita exactly. gente a merda. Que, no, quem foi? É, é o Os croquetes podem se matar, podem se enforcar, podem ficar ao bicho. Mas quem fundou aquele pavilhão, quem fez aquele pavilhão, foi o Bruno de Carvalho. Não foi A, B ou C, ou não sei mais o quê. E ele teve o respeito por o nome de João, de, de João Rocha, né? Because uh-huh. uh-huh. one of our beloved presidents. And, uh-huh. and, and that's what insults my intelligence that pessoas que de lá do jet set do Sporting de Lisboa pensam que o melhor que o Bruno de Carvalho. Só é o caralho que são melhor. And I only, I don't mention that in spite of Bruno Carvalho. I just mention that, that it's, it's ridiculous that he that he walked away shirt over his over his shoulder doesn't even think bother to wear it or anything that's that's what i'm saying about this is that you know i go from a president who who put his heart blood and soul not to sporting club the, the portugal the football team but sporting club portugal ponto final 
and now this guy, okay, you're at the Stadio, but obrigado for being there, but not even celebrating the Taça Portugal. Come on, bro. After a, a, a seven, a big win, please give me a break. That's all I'm saying. O Bruno Carvalho, the the uh, the average uh, of our public in uh, in our Estados Avalado was what forty four thousand per game, around that. Yeah, uh, I think I think there was one year though where we averaged only forty forty thousand the the entire year. That's minimum. not bad. Minimum. That's not. Of course, in the last season we had fans in the stadium. We were averaging what fifteen. 20, 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20-30,000. 20
Just buy beer and stay at home, guys. That's that's my conselho. If I can. <laughs> buy super, but buy Superbox, not uh, not Sarge. I forget. <laughs> yep. For sure. <laughs> that's Vim that's Vim podcast. Diz, diz. Vintinto. Okay. Vim, <laughs> Vim verde, what's the saying again? Fuck. Putas de vinho verde também, não preocupa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just need to be very putters. It's too expensive. <laughs> That's podcast hey, 90. Uh. Hey, Chris, do you want to say something special? Or? Might as well. Oh, I just I wish everyone a happy new year, and hopefully we uh, we achieve the ultimate goal in 2021. It seems like we have a, a better chance than we have a, in, in a five years, six years. So, yeah, hopefully 2021 is the year. Tough for it to be worse than 2020, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sam, Sam. How about you? You're muted. Oh yeah, I'm on mute. You're muted. Anything this here, I'll unmute. Oh. It's it's on it's on his side. <laughs> oh, there you you I'm not muted on my side. I Hello? unmuted you. There you go, there you go. Anything to wish the people for 2021? Uh, you know, good health, good fortune, and Sporting Campeão Caralho. To close us out? The same thing. Um, uh, I wish you guys, you know, the very best for 2021. Uh, celebrate carefully, stay at home, be responsible. Uh, but, you know, support the liquid stores, drink a lot. <laughs> They do need, you know, your support. So uh, eat as well, so you don't you don't get too drunk too early. Uh, in a more serious note, um, you know, uh, everyone be safe, and uh, that includes our rivals. Uh, you know, uh, clubs aside, um, I just wish that everyone uh, was nice and healthy. The COVID nineteen little by little will go away with the vaccinations, you know, spreading around the world. So. Um, and uh, without any further delays, I hope Sporting wins the championship. Um, I just, I just hope that the referees won't be a a, a factor into the equation because we have the talent. Ruben Amorim is that he, he's been doing an amazing job. Some, some critics said we wouldn't survive Christmas. We did. Some critics said we wouldn't survive New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. We did. So uh, January will be tough. It'll be eight games crunched together. Um, so three of them against our biggest rivals, by the way, Braga, Porto, and Benfica in January. Yeah, well, that's including the League Cup, of course, of course, yeah. Which the League Cup, I technically don't give a shit about. Uh, if we had to to uh, save some players for the more important games in Liga Nos and, and not to play them in, in Liga Cup for yellow cards and injuries and so on. Don't play them. Play the big team players or whatever. Uh, but, you know, uh, to wrap it up, you can support in Portugal, Campeão Nacional. And if that's the case, I want the four of us to be downtown Lisbon in May. I already told my wife she's on board with it. Even though she's Benfica, the deal we made is she'll go to the mall and I'll go celebrate. <laughs> 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 we made.
É se é isso, Benfica for campeão, então vais tu mais a tua filha que eu fico aqui na América. That's a good one. You can't argue with that, bro. Reviews, I love you guys. You guys have been doing an amazing job with the podcast. Twitter account. I know Sam has been really great lately on Twitter. Thank you, Sam. Chris, you've been an amazing addition to our podcast and to our Twitter account. You've been very you know, interactive. Danny goes without saying, you're the anchor of the podcast. Uh, without you guys, I couldn't, we couldn't do it. And of course, to, uh, to Nandinho, you couldn't be here today. We love him. Uh, so the five of us, you know, we've been keeping this together. And sometimes we don't have time for all this, but somehow we find time. And, you know, I, I love the passion that you guys bring to our Twitter account and to the podcast. And uh, we could be doing a million other things, but we choose to do to do this for free. There's no gain. Uh, there's no dollar amount. And uh, I love you guys for who you are and what you do. And it means a lot to me. It means a lot to Sporting Club Portugal. And let's keep it going for many, many, many years. Don't forget one day you'll get married and you have kids like me. So don't give up on the project. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, bro. Um forte abraço, huh? And, and, uh, and a forte abraço for everybody watching too, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our followers. Appreciate they, you, know, you guys. George Costa. This guy's a demais. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. A happy new year. Um, 